It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's neworleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they're just going to have a limousine or, or just going to have jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you. Because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour, a cocktail fuel with 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today, we're at the Ferret Beer Room on Ferret Street for the very first time that most of us have ever been in here. Andrew Duhon, have you ever been in here before? Never. I'm surprised you didn't stumble on that either. I was expecting you to say Wayfair for sure. Uh, no, well, we can't go to Wayfair anymore because Wayfair closed down. That's right. Amid interesting circumstances, apparently they were made an offer they couldn't refuse on the building and sold it. Sounds like a closed good, door. good way to go. And that was the end of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So... Here we are at the Fred Beer Room. But the place is pretty awesome, isn't it? This is nice. This yeah. is, this is uh, chic. Do you want to know something? It is chic. They have comfy seating in here. Did you know that? I did. I'm mm, finding that out. It's not just a restaurant or a bar. It has all these like sort of easy chairs. Mm-hmm. If you're looking on our Facebook live feed, you can see uh, how gorgeous it is in here. It really is nice. There aren't many places here that you can go to like in New Orleans and just sit around. They don't kick you out. You know, and it's comfortable, <laughs> like a sort of a club. They have board games here. They've got a great rotating beer selection. They've got seasonal wine and house-made cocktails. Even though it's called the Fruit Beer Room, perversely, it doesn't just have beer. I'm not sure why they would have called it that. Matt Owens is here, a comedian who's a funny guy. Well, thanks, Graham. I appreciate it. That's okay. I just thought I'd make that point in case you don't say anything funny yeah, for the next I hour. So. I hope I live up to yeah. you. I'm a little concerned about this poster of yours here. Why? Because there's a poster of you smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Is I, it a joint or a cigarette, actually? I don't know. I, I, uh, it's not actually me. Well, this is just my face superimposed on top of uh, Joaquin Phoenix's poster. Oh, so you're probably not going to get sued for that, Joker right? Movie, yeah. <laughs> probably. Is there any chance of you getting sued, do you think, for ripping off the poster from Absolutely. Joker? Absolutely. I'm hoping I can get some kind of backlash from it. Cause I'm, you, know, you need the publicity? Prices, yeah. So this is a, a show that's... If you're listening to, <laughs> happen to be listening to this before seven o'clock yeah. on, on what night? What is today? The sixth. The sixth of yeah. November. So yeah. you're going straight from here to go do this show. Yeah, tonight. So what's your opening line going to be tonight? Hey, I just came in from it's New Orleans Happy Hour. Boy, am I! I'm tired. Yeah, boy. <laughs> boy, was that fun. That's a great line. Hey, Allison Moon is here as well. That is a great line. Is it? Uh, is that how you're going to open? So you're the headliner tonight. Yes. It's oh, yeah. your show. Yeah, my show. At the where is it? The Southern Rep. Southern Rep Theater. Yeah. Wow, is it sold out? It's getting close. Yeah. How exciting. Uh, it's so exciting. Yeah. yeah. I'm very excited. I, I, we were just they just sent me a ticket uh, ticket count, so it's looking pretty good. So. Wow. Are you nervous? Do you get nervous before a show? I'm a little nervous. Um, not about the performance, just all the other stuff that has to take place before. The, Are you like the producer of it or something as well? Well, yeah. I mean, I kind of like to be in control of everything. You know, Do you? You have a problem make, like that? Yeah. <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. You don't have management or something? No. No, really? No. Are I you mean, serious? I have, a, I have an agent, but I don't have management. What does an agent do? I don't know yet. <laughs> and if you had me. management, that would be someone who would look after you. Yeah, and it'd be nice. That take would be the, really take nice. the pressure well, off you. What are you doing? Do that, though, you know? do what we, are you going to do tonight? <laughs> you don't believe in managers, Andrew? I believe in micromanagement, and that's what you do as yourself. Well, you know, right? When you perform, you got to go... Get it all straight, right? You, nobody's going to do it better than you're going to do it. So you yeah, either they are, concede, Absolutely. you either they, concede that someone's going to do it less well than you would do it yourself, I if will, you want it thoughtfully done from I, your perspective. I will give the Southern Reps some credit. They have they have paid a lot of attention to some of my details that I've been you know right. kind of hammering home. So Winston so, Triolo is here from the band Motel Radio. Hey, hey, what's up? Everyone? How are you doing? Now, do you have a manager, right? 
We do have a manager. Yeah, now yes. why do you have a manager? Uh, it's, he helps us with day-to-day stuff, uh, base, main, mainly to try to get connections with record labels and PR people. And right. He's kind of like the middleman when we talk to them. And is it worth it? The 10%? Definitely is worth it. Yeah, See? he's one of our best friends. There you go. Well, I think I, it's worth I it. I can you speak. I can speak highly of their manager because because I know him personally, and we right. we have had a business relationship in the past. And he he's a true fan of music. So when you get people who are an exception who do it for the love of the music, they they can serve you in in the right kind of thoughtful ways and don't forget about the the music part. But, but he, so he's not in it for the money. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Well, that sucks. You want a manager who's in it for the money, don't you? <laughs> well, we're not making much money. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that He's could be why. Yeah. But you're saying that, we, well, you guys are both saying that if you have a manager, that he doesn't, he can't do the same job as well, well as you would do it yourself. Well, it's hard to find somebody but, who cares about right. the little things that you want to make sure are right. Just mm-hmm. a simple thing is the type of mic stand that they have in place. Like, I'm concerned about that, you know? Yeah. Some people will just throw any stand up there and just assume that that's what you want. I was uh, some advice was given me early on, like if you ha- ever have the chance to make the decision, make it. Yeah. Okay. Otherwise, That's it. otherwise, if you leave it up to whoever, more than likely it's not going to be ideal. Mm. And what's what sort of, kind of mic stand? Are you yeah, this for? is Dominic Scrow is here as well it's from Catahoula Tattoo Parlor and Gallery, I believe it's called. Catahoula Tattoo and Gallery. Tattoo and Gallery it doesn't even have the word parlor in it. No. I added that. Yes. Catahoula Tattoo and Gallery. Catahoula yes. is a dog. It is. It's the Louisiana State Dog. Right. We happen to own two of them. You have two catahoulas. What are their Mm -hmm. names? Dottie and Bosco. Dottie and Bosco. Dottie is our mascot. So you named your tattoo business after a dog. Yeah, it flowed off the tongue. Okay. And um, talking of names, your name is S-G-R-O. Correct? Yes, that's how it's spelled, Scro. So it doesn't have a vowel between the S and the G? No, it has a vowel at the end. Did it ever used to have a vowel between the S? Did you drop one? No, no, I'm not responsible. Well, what kind of a name is that? I'm Italian. I'm first generation. Is that Italian? Is is that a straight-ahead Italian name? Yeah. They didn't drop any vowels when they... Google uh, it. Google it. Google it. There's okay. a lot of us. You know what? In, Google. It, until we really didn't know how many of us are. But there's a lot of us around. Scrows. Oh, yeah. I've never heard that name ever. Northeast, you guys ever heard Florida. Have you ever heard it, Matt? You travel all over the country. I right? have not. I have not heard that name before. I I've thought never you might have made it, it up. In fact, I, when I saw it, I, I thought it was a typo. <laughs> <laughs> I bet everyone thinks that. What do they say when they call you from the you know telemarketing people? Oh, they butcher it. Oh, yeah. They don't know. What do you hear mostly? What is it? And that's how I know that they don't know me. So Yeah, they can get out of it. He's not here. What is the mispronunciation that most people say when they see the They put a lot of emphasis on the S. Escrow. Escrow. Mm. Okay. Do you know what it means? It means curly hair. That's, can you tell? From the uh, medieval (laughs) Greek Seguros. There you go. What does that mean? He did did his homework. Yeah, C-Rock knows everything. It's funny because my father had a head of hair, curly hair. And uh, black, curly, thick hair. Well, you didn't inherit that? No, no, no. I, well, I wore this off. I have hair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife's going to kill me. So your father was a real Italian from Italy and moved here? Oh, yeah, from Colombia. When you, when you could still do he that? He was 14 years old when he came over. Right. Oh, wow. Would he get in today? To where? To the United States. Would he be allowed in? He would have snuck in. Under yeah. the new immigration rules, where it I says you have to have your own health care and I mean, back a job. Then, it would have been nice if he got off the boat in Florida, but yeah, no, he would have snuck in. They, right. all, they all came over. They got to remember they were they were fleeing Mussolini. 
Were they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They were olive farmers and chestnut farmers. Well, that doesn't matter anymore. You still can't get in here even if you are fleeing somebody. It's now inconsequential, even if you're running away from a war or persecution. You're still not allowed in. We, can't, we haven't got room. <laughs> we're going to pick our own almonds, apparently. We can okay. get you in. So, I'll get you in. <laughs> so when did you start tattooing people? When I was 16, I took a job. Uh, there was an ad for an artist, a watercolor artist. And back then, um, I didn't even know there was a tattoo parlor. I'm from New Haven, Connecticut. I hadn't so, guessed that you were from the Northeast at all. No. Well, I hide, it. I hide it well. <laughs> you really got rid of that accent when you moved to the South. <laughs> Hey Dominic, I got a question for you. How this long until you think you were good good at tattooing? Like, how many bad t- bad tattoos did you have to make before you were doing good? Oh, work? that's hilarious! I got to tell you something. So, uh, when I joined the army, I was in the army, and I took. I what asked, made you do that? Um, well, let's see. We had students that were being held by Iran back then. Remember, I'm old, so this was. History. You joined the army because of the Iran hostage. I did. That was 40 years ago this week, apparently. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> oh, they let, let him go, go before you like, actually oh, got Christ. in? Huh? Before you actually got it through basic training. After there. I signed. Really? Yeah. They let him go. Shit, what a bummer. Could uh, you get out then? or? No, no. I was excited. Did was, you still get to go kill? School. Did you get to kill anybody still? Or? Well, that was why I joined. Yes. You know, wait, I get to kill somebody and I get to get away from it? Eh, that's okay. I'll let, me, <laughs> let me join. But um, what was funny was when I got sent to Germany, I, um, I asked my sister, send me some of my tattoo supplies. And uh, well, Hang on, we're out of order here because we weren't, first of all, we weren't killing Germans in the 1970s. But that's so. where they sent me. Okay, so they you didn't get to, to kill Germany. anybody at all? No, right? I didn't kill okay. anyone. No, so no. you'd already started tattooing? Yeah. Okay. And, and I joined the army and my sister sent me my stuff and uh, tattooed, I mean, payday. I'd have people down the corridor. And what's funny is that just recently, my old unit put together a Facebook page. 6th MP. And then these guys would reach out. I still got that too. Please don't post what, it. What's the Facebook it's so page? so bad. 6th MP. 6th NP. Like no parking. No, like military police. Military. Wow, I really do have an accent. You have huh? a really very, very <laughs> strong Northeastern accent. You're, you're a military policeman? I was. That Imagine right? that. Yeah, that is interesting. Okay, so you were in the military police in the army in Germany tattooing drunk soldiers with no you with a very little tattoo ability is what it sounds like you're saying true i did it maybe 20 25 before i joined i did a hell of a lot when i was in and then i that was it when i got out i started tattooing again so but to answer the question about bad tattoos i beg them please don't post any of these tattoos. if you're ever in new orleans look me up so that they were pretty. What, what did people like to get done in the army when they were in Germany in the 70s? What sort of thing? Well, when I started, I mean, everybody remembers the first tattoo they do, and it was a dove with a rose. But uh, if you're familiar with the Playboy Bunny logo, I did a lot of those. Uh, the zigzag guy from the Rolling Stones. Oh, paper yeah, cover, okay. That was popular. Wizards. I did a lot of wizards. I had a thing for wizards. People just let you do whatever you felt like doing? When I went to a school for gifted kids, like I was an artist. and You did? When I started tattooing, people were like, I, I can't wait to get a tattoo from you. It's like, yeah, you were I want to do this. You were gifted intellectually or you were gifted in arts? No, just in the arts, not intellectually. I went to, uh, it was called ECA. It was like uh, fame, like the movie fame. Is that right? You went to like a fame school. I went to like a fame school and I did not blend. You got to remember it was the late 70s. These were Birkenstocks and Birkenstocks, poncho wearing, hippie. And you and went I, from a fame type school to the army to kill <laughs> well, people. Well, I wasn't 
Birkenstock poncho. I was disco shoes and silk shirts, you know. <laughs> and that, so, nice. did, you, did you have a girlfriend in high school? Did I have a girlfriend? <laughs> <laughs> Well, oh, what what sits before you is not what I looked like 40 years ago. Why'd you look like? You look great today, doesn't he? Yeah. Guys? Uh, yeah. Cigarettes and coffee. This, yeah. Cigarettes right. and coffee. This is an all-guy show today. We normally have women on the show as well, but today for our special, it's an all-guy show. Well, listen. It's interesting. I'm yes. so happy that you guys had me on. Well, and I hope I'm interesting you. enough for your... Uh, who does, who, who, does so far. who does your tattoos? I did this one myself. With your right, with your left hand. I this am is on left your, handed. You're left handed. I am right? left handed, and I did this one myself. Wow. And I haven't haven't been tattooed. It's uh, it's gonna be 20 years. Huh. I've been tattooing 41. Next month is 41 years I've been oh tattooing. Oh my God! How old are you? I'm 58. Jeez. So you started when you were three. Yeah. Yeah. Now hang on. <laughs> what would that be? Jeez. 18? Yeah. No, I was 17 when I actually started. I took the job when I was 16. And then he taught me when I was 17. Have you, had any, have you had any other job besides being a military policeman and a tattooist? Oh, yeah. Ones that I don't care to mention, but yeah, of course. You don't want to mention them. Why? Because they're too embarrassing? or? Uh, no, because I always knew that it was just something to get me to the next tattoo. Really? That's nice. Really? You know, I've, right. I've had three parlors. Uh, one in New Haven, Connecticut. One in uh, West Palm Beach, Florida. And now I have one in New Orleans. And I love this one. If you ask me which one's the best, it's this one here. Okay. Where, where's, your, where's your tattoo park? We're on North Broad. You can't miss us. We're the only shop in town with a Jules Mucca overhead. And ah, I was here right by my house. I've yeah. Seen, I've seen that big uh, You've, that's, mural. That's yeah. our shop. We're the only shop in the city that offers live music. We have a magician on staff. We're the only shop that... You have a magician on staff, meaning oh. a full-time paid magician. <clears throat> I have Lindsay Luquette, the dabbler in the deceptive arts. She is mind-blowing. Her card tricks drive people into the streets. She's and on the staff of the actual tattoo yeah, place. Yeah, we're so going to go in the city and get a tattoo and have somebody pull a card trick on you. Can she make your tattoo disappear? <laughs> Actually, she makes them appear. It's crazy. Appear. What? Yes, she makes them appear on okay. herself. I'm coming. Come and, okay. yeah, come and check her out. Do you have a tattoo? No, no. I don't. Winston, you have any Anybody tattoos? Anybody here have tattoos? I don't have tattoos. I've been wanting Andrew, one. Andrew, you do? What would you like? Here's your chance. Oh, man. Uh, I'm sure we can get you a deal. I have a brand. I'm brand. I have a brand. I want a... A brand? Yeah. I want a tattoo of my truck, actually. A tattoo of your like, truck? Yeah, I've, had, I've had the same truck since I was 16. And, huh. Uh, it's probably on, about to die, so I think... What kind of truck is it? It's a Ford Ranger. Yeah. Just a little stick, stick drawing. There That's it is. That's it? Right out oh, here? Wow. Right there. Yeah, I yeah, watched you pull up and... And I was saying that would make a nice value. tattoo. <laughs> where would you where would you put that? Uh, probably on my arm right here or something. How, long, how, how does long? that work though? Do because I, I want to do a drawing myself and then maybe show you what it is. If you do the drawing, I'll make it exactly the way you drew it. Wow. How do you, do you trace it or just uh, if freehand? you do the drawing, it'll be exactly the way. It, it, our shop is different from other shops. That was the idea when I opened the shop here. I didn't want to be cookie cutter. Most of the shops you come in, you pick something off the wall. You really? draw them. Right then and there. There's no question. You sit down. We collaborate. It's more of a, It's all about the experience for the customer. That's why we offer live music, the magician. The magician does tricks while you get your tattoo? Or? Absolutely. Keeps your mind off the pain. <laughs> okay. So you're paying this person to do tricks. Uh, yeah. so oh, they're in it, tattoos. Uh, is that right? <laughs> Every, so... All the, almost all the bands that have played have gotten tattooed by me. Oh, wow. 
and we are the only shop to, that I know that oh. offers live music while could, you're getting could tattooed. You, could you like have a good opportunity? Could no. you have Winston come and play a couple of songs for a tattoo? You're not going to believe this, but before we started, that's what I was telling him outside. Oh, you already made a deal to do this before we even started the show. Nah, he well, didn't yeah. commit. We've already talked about. It. I have his <laughs> oh, this is great. I have oh, his you're getting already. tattooed. Okay, so how much does it cost to get a tattoo, and how much does it cost to hire you normally? Is it like even? We have a hundred dollar minimum, and if I do the tattoo, you're, you're looking, you're looking up there. Okay, so well, you have to talk to his manager. I've, well, I've, right. got a, I've got a hundred dollar minimum as well. <laughs> you know what? Let, and if let, he plays the music, yeah, let your label pay for it. Can you get the whole? Can you get the whole truck done for a hundred bucks, or could just get like the headlights? Is he playing? Then yes. Like the whole truck, get the whole truck for hundred dollars. The whole truck and a, done and a gig and have like a half an hour's worth of songs or something. And 45. don't forget ten percent for the manager. Mm. So he gets like a tire. <laughs> right. Hey, so listen, you you guys have a new record, Motel Radio, right, Winston? We do. It's good. It's about three it's, months old. Have you heard it, Matt? I have. It's yeah. good, isn't it? I it's liked good. it too. Andrew, are you a fan of Motel Radio? I am not only a fan of Motel Radio. They're probably one of my favorite bands in town. All but right. I also appreciate uh, their design, which uh, Winston is responsible for, uh, the artwork for the record, which uh, I think mm. is. Oh, thanks. It's lovely. It's the like, graphic on the front with the faces, the profiles. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know, it looks like sand dunes type. It speaks to the vibe of the record, I think. I think it's great. It's a very cool record. Yeah. Indeed. Thanks very much. Yeah. You're welcome. Design is the other thing I love to do, That's just it. as much as music. Really? Yeah. You could design your... Well, that's how you can do a tattoo. So you're a graphic artist as well. Yeah, I'm trying. I've got a couple clients that are pretty steady, so... Yeah. What it's sort good. of stuff do you do? Uh, recently, what? I've been doing uh, liquor bottles for Old New Orleans Rum. That sounds pretty cool. That's great. Nice. How does that work? Do they pay you every time someone buys a bottle of rum, or is it a buyout? I wish I got like a percentage. Yeah. No, it's hourly. I just report how many hours I spent on oh, really? doing stuff. That's how you get a label. You just pay someone like so much an hour. Uh, I didn't realize. In liquor. In liquor, not a record label. Do they change, <laughs> do they change up the labels like uh, sort of ongoing? There's a sort of a revolving label? Yeah, the, all the designs are kind of an ongoing process. Like uh, growing brands, uh, we'll start with the name and the color scheme and then just grow from there. But does New Orleans rum, like when you, do you make, frequently do you make new labels for their bottles as they're going out? Yeah, like, uh, do you know Ginger Roo? Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just worked on a rebrand for them. Hmm. And then um, a new product called Gree Gree that came out last year. Gree Gree. What's in that? Oh, it's cayenne and uh, cayenne and rum. It's really spicy. Do you have that, Dominic? You know that? I think I have. You said it was out last year. Uh huh. Before Mardi Gras. Yes. Yes. Hmm. It, I like it, um, but I, lo- I love spicy stuff. Did so. they come to you with the label idea, or did you just say, "Oh, I'm tasting this. This is what I think we should uh, do"? Oh, uh, they came to me. Yeah. Um, their their owner is. Uh, a popular oil painter around town so um, he gives me all the art direction and name and we kind of bounce ideas off of each other so that's pretty good James James Michalopoulos comes to you and does, yeah. of all the people in town including himself who could design a label you must be pretty good oh man I'm trying uh, it's I, I feel like uh, I've got a good thing going with him uh, yeah you sure you must be really good because he's He's not kidding around at all. No, and I feel like I can trust his artistic opinion. So Does he get good. you to come up with a like a song, like a jingle for the old New Orleans rum? <laughs> we haven't done that yet, but let's do that right now. Grab yeah. grab a guitar. Where's We're gonna need some more drinks. Yeah. But yeah we're <laughs> <gonna> <laughs> is your guitar right rum. here somewhere? Grab that guitar. Oh, it is. It's 
I'll see where I can get it for you. And let's come up with a quick um, jingle for Old New what's Orleans the, Rum. What's the slogan then, that they have? Do uh, they have a slogan? Grigri is uh, how to spell New Orleans, and it's supposed to be kind of magic hmm. theme spell. Okay, how would it go? We can help you with the... Because we look yeah, at all I'm these creative people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt can come up with a... Matt, you have a lyric? I was just thinking about forgetting where your car is. Mm, that's um, nice. Forgetting her name or his name or their name. That's better. There. Their names. Um, uh, $750 bar tab. <laughs> ER visits to... and hospitalization. <laughs> Those are kind of the topics. Okay, I'll try and associate. weave those into the greed, into greed, the rum, drink. Seven fifty dollars later. Right. <laughs> lost my car, and I'm in the ER. Right. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. That's going to run. Seven fifty dollars later, lost my car in the ER. Okay. And then also, there's the, there's <laughs> well, the let's try that. The fee to get it out of the impound. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, that's so, the second verse. That's, oh, that's the second part of the campaign. $750 I won't get back <laughs> yeah. and then you could say something about how I got this new tattoo I got this new tattoo when I was fucked up on Grigri Grigri <laughs> <laughs> yeah hey okay I think that's that going to sell excellent. I think we're going to sell a lot of that I think we can cross market the tattoo parlor right with right. the rum. Right. Good thinking. We're on to something. There's a local I can uh, wine bottler. He's not. He doesn't squeeze his wine. He bottles the wine. His name. He goes by Graham Zia. Has anyone had it? Mm-mm. Okay. That's the name of the label? He, doesn't, he, doesn't, he just bottles it and lets it ferment? He's an attorney. His name is Graham. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't want to use his last name, but he uh, he bottles his own. Well, in case he sues you because mentioning his wine and selling it for him? Okay. Actually, the funniest story is he comes to me and he says, I want you to design something for my bottled wine. Mm. And I'm like, sure. He goes, this is the slogan. Surprisingly drinkable. I do too. I, <laughs> it's, instead of a couple of days, that night I had it done. And I had two logos for him. He bottled it. And now he's got koozies done. Surprisingly, Surprisingly drinkable. drinkable. It is hilarious. That is a pretty good slogan. Is he, what does it taste like? Is it shit, really? It's surprisingly drinkable. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, Winston, so why have you got a guitar in your hand? What are you going to play? You want to play us a song? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, you guys want to hear a new one? Yes. Oh, I'd love yeah. to, yes. Sure would. This is the third time this week Andrew's heard this one, so sorry about that. But <laughs> Where have you guys been hanging out together? We haven't seen Andrew for months. We were both at the uh, at the crew uh, sunglasses benefit. Uh, okay. Yeah, so they had, they had a bunch of... New Orleans musicians do duets. Oh, that's uh, cool! For a benefit concert, yeah. and you guys got teamed up. Uh, we didn't. We we duetted with uh, with other people. That's right. He was with Ian, who was his bandmate, and I was with Julie O'Dell. All right. Mm-hmm. And you're playing, I see, with um, Kristen Dowell coming up. That's right. November fifteenth at One Eye Jacks. At One Eye Jacks. That's gonna be a good show. We're gonna duet. That sounds cool. Okay, that's so what you, is this a new song that doesn't appear on a on a record anywhere? No, it's no, it's. N- it's not recorded. It's not recorded at all. Yeah. See, this is why you have a manager, so you don't do stuff like this. But, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. I mean, hopefully what is it? It's, uh, it's called Sweet Days. It's a song about a good night. 
Those Egyptian eyes have hypnotized me. What do I got to do to come over? To be alive in the northern lights, putting my name across your back. I've been staring at the Sandman. Now I'd really like to get going. Put a shotgun in the Cadillac, cause I don't wanna wind up dead. Ooh, gonna celebrate the moment. Gonna run around and dance. Ooh, my body has been begging. I'm ready. I wanna know where you stand. Cause I know where I stand. Yeah, I know where I stand. In the heart of your love. So it take me out, it take me with you. You can take me all the way up We can twirl around in circles Taking our sweet, sweet time I wanna make a memory I can remember When I'm looking for a come up I wanna make it last and make it long Man, I don't wanna pass it by celebrate the moment Ooh, gonna run around and dance Ooh, my body has been begging I'm ready I wanna know where you stand cause I know where I stand yeah I know where I stand in the heart of your love Sweet days go by Now I feel so loved Said in sun Now I'm not the only one Now I'm not the only one Now I'm not the only one Yeah, so good Yeah, you, wow. you gotta play at the shop you definitely got to play at the shop. You got yourself a tattoo, young man. Yeah. Very nice. You got to come down. That's a kind of a sad song, actually. Yeah, it's, uh, those are the easiest for me to write, I guess. I'm, I'm a sensitive guy. Damn straight. <laughs> Is that about someone? Uh, who... Yeah, I think that's about my girlfriend, uh, Brooke Albrecht. And how she made, makes me feel, so... What is what is this Dude, line? What why is this line? You're gonna make everybody cry. Over I here? know. It's, well, I, why you hear Andrew? Can't do that kind of stuff to people, man. <laughs> what is uh, what is that line about? You know, I'm not the only one. Oh, it's like realizing that you're uh, you're not alone. Um, it doesn't mean you're not her only boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was what I was thinking. Two cross swords. Is that <laughs> yeah. I, I hope she doesn't think that. Yeah. Okay, that's a nice song. Thank it's you. Nice. You're saying you're not the only. You're not alone. Yes. Well, where's it going to go, that song now? Can we 
can we ever hear that anywhere? Does it end up on a motel radio Hopefully record, or, so. will, or will that be for your own stuff? We actually were we we had a rehearsal before this where we were just uh, writing uh, and playing some new stuff. So that was one of the songs that came up, and it sounded good, full band. So hopefully that that'll make an appearance in a motel radio set. Soon. So what happens when you? bring out a new record like this you've written all those songs and you record them and people presumably want to come to the show to hear the songs and you presumably want to sell them the record so you want to play the songs that are on the record do you only play those songs or do you then have to mix in new stuff you have to keep writing to add to it as you go or how does that work yeah we usually have to strike a balance i think if it were up to us half this more than half the set would be new songs that we want to try out and that we're excited about but we know that we have to play the old stuff and especially the new record so uh, we try to do a little bit of everything. And right. uh, like we're going on a, a tour in December, and hopefully we play like one or two new songs in that set list. I had a look at that tour schedule. You're all over the place in December. You're all over the country. Yeah, headed out west in December. Looks pretty cool. And Andrew just got back from being out west. Yeah. Hey, listen, we take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about your tour out west, Andrew. Okay. We'll talk about your new movie, talking about Hollywood. Yeah. That's coming out, Matt. So we'll be right back after this quick break. And we're back on Happy Hour with Winston Triolo from Motel Radio. Andrew Duhon is back in town after being all over the West Coast. Dominic Scrove from Catahoula Tattoo and Gallery. And comedian Matt Owens, who has a new movie coming out. When? Exactly. It's, the, the it, trailer's out today. Yeah, the trailer came out today. I'm very excited about it. It's Ben Zeitlin, who you know um, may know... Uh, did uh, Beast of the Southern Wild, right? And um, it got in his new feature. Got into Sundance. It'll, it'll premiere on uh, January twenty sixth. It's called Sun- Wendy. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I looked it up online before the show, and this is what it says: Lost in a mysterious island, where aging and time have come unglued, Wendy must fight to save her family, her freedom, and the joyous spirit of youth from the deadly peril of growing up. That's right. Shit. <laughs> yeah, that, heavy, don't sound heavy that, shit. that doesn't sound that good. It's, it's a, is it's it supposed a, to be like Peter Pan? Exactly, or something? yeah. It's a sort of a modern. So it's adapt- Wendy from Peter Pan. Correct, yeah. Wendy Darling. So it's a modern adaptation of the Peter Pan story. Hmm. Okay. And it's really. It's um, like magic realism type thing? It's a little girl who flies around or something? Yeah, yeah. Sort of. Sort of uh, Are you Wendy in this? I am. That's going to be a lot of makeup. <laughs> mm. A lot of makeup. What I do you play? I my legs. <laughs> Who do you play in Wendy? I play a uh, I play a lost boy who grew up. Okay. Yeah. So it's actually pretty cool. It's really cool. And it's the trailer like a- I, the trailer came out today, and I, I was looking at it, I've watched it like ten times. It's just really it's pretty epic looking. It's a beautifully shot, and uh, I think it'll I think it'll do well. I mean, wow. It's okay. Really, really beautiful. So what's the story? So Wendy from Peter Pan and Wendy, who was like, well, she was like an angel or something, or she was a, a little. So what was she called? With a magic Wendy wand. Fairy. Oh, that's Tinkerbell. Yeah. Oh, okay. So who's uh, Wendy? Wendy was the older one. Yeah, yeah so Wendy was the girl that Peter yeah. came to visit. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So she is just a regular human being. Mm-hmm. So this is Peter had the hearts for Wendy. She mm-hmm. was the older one. Okay. The, little, the other kids were little. They were all mm-hmm. brother and sister. Mm-hmm. You don't know the story. Of I can't Pan. remember. I must have been too high when I saw that. What I've been high pretty much since I was five. So, <laughs> what what happens in the Peter Pan story? Yeah, so and they go to Never Neverland. I can't remember anything about it. Do you know the story? Vaguely, that's from uh, Hook. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. As a kid, I couldn't really tell you the story though, Andrew. Do you know? Could you tell the story of Peter Pan? What? So they go to Never Neverland where you don't grow up, right? It's a story of of of, of fighting the the Everett King mortality that we all have, right? Right. Um, but when they get back, what happens? Uh, that's where I'm lost. Uh, yeah, so this is an adaptation of that story, and it's and it's. Uh, what is the story, though? Uh, well, so so uh, Wendy, it, it's so it's set it's set in Louisiana, in in a in a small area, and uh, Wendy is a character that lives in like small town Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. So she ends up, you know, realizing she meets Peter, and then she goes off to Never Neverland, and she goes to a, a really exotic place, it's better than Karen Crow or wherever she's from. Mm-hmm. And then, Morgan uh, City, right? Morgan City, and then uh, so it's just that it's just this, uh, you know, the, the, you know, fighting growing up and what happens when you come back and you do grow up and then sort of the bitterness of people who do grow up if they lose their, their childlike wonder. Okay, and what would, how would you describe it? Is it a comedy? Uh, I w- it's like an epic adventure film, you know. So it's like special effects and. Yeah, it's amazing. It's wow. absolutely amazing. Okay. You want to see the trailer? Yeah, Did you Let's take a look at it. Cuba I definitely want to see the trailer. Cuba for that movie, Matt? I'm sorry, what? You made they go down? Didn't they go down to Cuba yeah. for that movie? No, they sh- uh, and uh, 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 Antigua. Antigua. There you go. Did okay. you go down to the Caribbean? The- I, I did not get invited to that part. Shucks. That was the only. That was the one I wanted. So this is the trailer. I don't know if we can really do justice to the trailer on the actual podcast can. here, but no, you know, that'd be tough. Is there a pan in the movie? Fox Search. This is a real big deal studio film. Big. It's got a train in it. There's a train riding down, down there, and there's from the director of Beasts of the Southern Wild. If you okay. Okay. Well, we can't really tell. That's not really. Matt appears but. in the trailer at a uh, one minute and thirty-three seconds. Oh, really? <laughs> You're looking for him. Okay. Right there, baby. Very nice. So I don't know if I'm in the movie, but I am in the trailer. You're in the trailer. Yeah. Okay. Did the check clear from the? Production. So this is a Fox Searchlight movie. This is a pretty big deal. Yeah, it looks pretty big. Okay. Very Lord of the Flies. It's got like too many kids in it for my liking. <laughs> right Me there, too. I'm I'm out right now. Look, this is just whole too many kids. When they recut the trailer, so it looks like there's no kids in it. Yeah, it might have worked. Good idea. They might need and another once trailer. Once you get in there, there's there's. Yeah, the yeah. Well, What's they the always thing? recut the trailer after they try it out, and then mm-hmm. they see how it works, and then they recut it so it's. Like, have you seen this movie with Hitler in it? Jojo Rabbit? Uh-huh. <laughs> have you seen that trailer? The first trailer that came out had Hitler all over it. Now the current trailer, there's no Hitler in it at all. This is like a tiny moment. Huh. Okay, this looks pretty cool, actually. I know. I have to say. Yeah. Are you going to hmm. be Peter Pan, but like grown up? Yeah. Well, no. I don't your... even know if I'm in the film. Hey, if we play this, do we have to pay? Now, this is a trailer. We don't have to pay anybody anything. I don't think so. Wow, this is cool. Hey, so Andrew, welcome back to uh, New Orleans. Thanks, dude. Good to be back. How home, was you know? it? You've been gone a long, long time. A couple months. I and mean, you've been out on the road the whole time playing this whole... Mostly. With uh, a bunch of guys. So you've been hanging out with a whole bunch of guys for the last couple of months. Not right? a whole bunch of guys, just two guys in Just the two of you. Mm-hmm. You and Miles Weeks? Miles Weeks and Jim Kolachek, yep. Oh, that's three people all together. Yeah, two other guys. Or two other guys. That's still a lot of time to spend with three guys. A lot of time to spend with two other guys, yeah. man. <sighs> You want to tell how, me about it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how the, how's that? What is that like, actually? Is it uh, like hanging out with your family? Like with you hanging out with your brothers for? I'm sure Winston would have thoughts on this too. You have you have to not only be in musical synchronicity. You have to find people that that you can live with 
in every sense of that, you know, right. be and grow with because people change and people have their weak moments and their strong moments and everybody's there for each other or their whatever, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah, because you can't keep up being like a sort of cool person for three months. I can't, I can't even figure out how to get off the ground with the cool person thing. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, you can hold it under control for, you know, over drinks or dinner or something and not get mad at someone and walk away yeah. and go, that guy's a fucking idiot. Well, and you, you just, you be honest with each other about when it's time for some, like, alone time or some quiet time. You make sure that you, you I guess I'm what's called the band leader. So I, I need to, uh, I need to try to be active about those things. I can't get complacent about all of us being in the same place. If there's a chance for us to do something else, I, I got to try to make that happen because it's, it's healthier that way. You got to, so are you, in char- are you like dad? Are you in charge of the whole thing? It feels like that sometimes, but you can't take that role too literally or seriously because nobody wants a dad. They right. just want freedom. And, uh, you have to give them agency when you can, but you also have to be active about uh, um, saying, you know, today we're not going to just go to a bar and play pool for three hours before sound check. We're going to do something else. Yeah. So that yeah. does that all come from you, or that would just depend on who's in the group? Here? Talk about it. Yeah, right. everybody talks about it. What about you guys? What does Motel Radio do to stay sane on the road? I take a lot of walks by myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we get to towns, if it, especially if it's been a couple of weeks on the road, I'll just once we get there, we'll sound check and then I'll go by myself and see what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it, it's a brotherhood. Mm-hmm. We're all we've all been pretty much best friends for about five years now, mm-hmm. and all went to college together, so we we respect each other totally. And Matt, you're on the road by yourself. Or? Yeah, a lot, but it's, it's it's very similar too because a lot of times. When you when you choose an opener or a feature to come on the road with you, a lot of that comes into play. Not only their talent level and how funny they are and great to be on stage, but also can you sit in a car with them for eight hours? You know, can you can you be with somebody in a car for long rides for weeks at a time and and how that plays out? You know, is that what you do? So when you're playing like clubs mm-hmm. across the country, you're doing the same sort of thing as a band. You're getting in a car with another couple of guys and driving. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the depending on the routing and uh, and the gig, you know, if they say, hey, we we want you to headline this spot, we want you to bring your own feature, then you know, then you kind of look through and decide who that person's going to be and how that's going to how that's going to work. You know, it's I can see that you can get up on the stage at the end of a day of driving and play like slip into that character where you're the entertainer with the guitar or whatever it is, but standing up there by yourself being funny. Must be a whole other demanding. I think, I think probably they can attest to. There's something that happens, you know. Showtime, you just sort of figure that out, you know. That's um, the same sort of thing. Yeah, I usually I'm also very similar. I I just get by myself usually before after after we get all after I get all the things in line and everything's done. And I Mike just, stand is right. Yeah, and then I disappear. You know, I get away from people for a okay, while. Okay, wandering around by yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a city, wherever you are. Yeah, wherever I'm at. Where, however I can make it work, you know, just to sort of sort of reconnect and, and get a quiet moment, you know. And then I think that, you know, no matter what I'm feeling like, there's some sort of adrenaline or energy or something that kind of sort of propels you to the show. And then once the show starts, I think probably you guys, once you hit the first note or for me, once I just say that first line, then it's... Then it, then God, I would be so scared to get up there and say that first line if I was having to be funny. Yeah, it must that, be horrible. Is it? Is it? Is it nerve-wracking? Yeah, yeah. I mean, 
I, I get it. There's a. I think it's more exciting than than nerve wracking. I think I can't. That's. I really once we get to that sort of time in the day, I just can't wait to get on stage. I just really mm. want to get Have you got a out. slam dunk opening line that works every time that you get up well, there and I say? I wouldn't say slam dunk, but I'm a, I feel like I'm pretty intuitive, so I can kind of read a room and know what, know what to do. You can? You get up there and there's like, like, I mean, you play some pretty big rooms. There's like thousands of people. Yeah. And you're looking out over a bunch of silence. Yeah. And darkness. You sometimes can read I, that. Sometimes I like that. Sometimes I just sit in the silence, which... That'll facilitate a laugh, too. That gets people nervous. Yeah, they're like, what the hell is he doing? So I think that's one of the bravest things you could possibly do. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I disagree. See, I'm always, I'm always jealous of musicians. I feel like they can really affect... It's true. Well, I, we're all jealous of musicians because we all like to be able to express ourselves like that, just right. pick up a guitar and play like Andrew's going to right now, for example. Nice. You got to... You want to play something? Well, wait, right now? Yes, right now. <laughs> See, this is, that's another thing that would be Give difficult to do. How would you like to sit around this table and have someone tell you, okay, you play a song? People do it to me all the time. Like, oh, you're a comic. Let me say, say something say some funny. funny. Yeah. What do you say when they ask you that? Do you have a joke ready? I don't. <laughs> I never do. In fact, I can't ever think of anything funny when somebody asks me. To right. Funny. It's interesting. You're in an interesting position because you don't. Do you play that much around New Orleans? I mean, I try that, to. I, I try. There aren't I'm, that many places to play here. Yeah. I mean, there's actually a pretty thriving comedy scene, but they're. There's just no club. There's just no club. And unless you're, there's a lot of shows. There's shows every night. Right. Um, but there's, uh, you know, there are bar shows or open mics or little showcases, uh, comedy shows. And but at your level, I mean, it's, people might not re- realize what kind of level, because you, you don't, there's no place here that you go to here to see comedians. Whereas, like in Los Angeles, there's the improv or in New York City, there's all these comedy clubs right. that you play right so it might be hard for people to appreciate quite what you do there, I, there's a there's a great website uh my friend jeffrey gaucher runs this great website called 504comedy.com okay and uh it has every show that's comedy comedy related in the city and uh it tells you you know what kind of show it is what time it starts where it's at and all. Hmm. some nights there's three and four five shows can you make a living as a comedian in new orleans without traveling no so, <laughs> there's no. three or four or five shows a night, and no one's making a living. No. No, and, and so Maybe a lot of they need those to get shows... together and just have one show, and perhaps everybody... <laughs> I'm trying. Uh, the shows, I mean, most of the shows are free. Uh, sometimes there's a ticket price, depending, and, um, and then that gets shared between the comics on the show. Right. Uh, so, I, I think I decided a long time ago if I wanted to do it for real, I needed to move along get out of here yeah. are you from here originally not originally no. where'd you come from originally i'm from saint simon's island georgia wow wow wait i don't think i've ever met anybody from saint simon's island georgia have you dominic oh i knew he was from georgia <laughs> <laughs> you could tell from the accent i could tell from the accent yeah. I had yeah. a the, well you went to the young us. lady behind the bar you're from canada right see where? <laughs> She's in Cuba. England. 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 Well, that's what happens when you go to the fame school. You get to learn stuff like that when you're talented. Gifted. That's it. I got an ear. Are you still gifted or did that just disappear somehow? Well, no, I'm gifted. You're still gifted. Look, I'm here with you guys. Yeah. Well, that's, I, what I was, that's what made me wonder. The guy to my right's about to sing me a song. Okay. You know, it's funny you say that because I am literally about to sing you this song. So I had this tune uh, that... Uh, try to play you something new each time right mm-hmm. so i had this one that i was brushing up on but it requires a kind of a, like a foot stompy thing and since we're up on these high chairs 
that's out of the question. So there's this other song that happens to mention my left-handedness, which we share, and a tattoo. So Here this one go. goes out to you, Scott. Okay. I don't have to stop. My leg fell asleep. This one needs a second verse. <laughs> maybe I'll make one up, or maybe it won't have one. Were you looking for an outlaw? I was just a southpaw. Were you looking for a quick draw? Cause all I had was a curveball. And I played guitar all night. It's the only thing I do right. You were giving me the tattoos that money can't buy. Left handed love letters is all I write. Left handed love letters is all I seem to write. And you could read between the lines of me dragging my feet. You could read between the lines of me dragging my feet, dragging my hands across the ink that ain't dry. If only I could have let this shine with you But I play guitar all night It's the only thing I do right You're giving me the tattoos that money can't buy Left-handed love letters is all I write Left-handed love letters is all I seem to write And you're reading between the lines of me dragging my feet You read between the lines of me dragging my feet Dragging my hands across the ink that ain't dry You somehow you knew I'd never outdraw you. I know it's been a while, but I'm so proud of you. From afar, I still see everything, everything, everything you do. Left handed love. All I seem to write Left handed love letters Is all I seem to write You read between the lines of me Dragging my feet You were reading between the lines of me Dragging my feet Dragging my hand across the ink That ain't dry Wow, we're on it. See, a, now I gotta get this guy to play at the shop. I think you can get a free tattoo with that one. 
Yeah, um, um, how do how do we get if I'm looking for like a big back tat? <laughs> how, how long do I have to play? How, how how do we get past the back hair? Do we? Um, oh, do I we, shave. Yeah, no, we gotta just shave that thing off. Forty-one years. How many? <laughs> Jeez, if you do the math, I think my kids once did it. It's over three thousand people. Wow. So you shave every time you tattoo somebody. What's your method of shaving? Do you do you, What's your? Uh, I shave up. But but like, <laughs> do you do you uh, do you have the subscription with the Dollar Shave Club or do you go Bic or what's your thing? Oh, Amazon! I just got an order today. Yeah. Nice blue ones with the double. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So like kind of generic blue ones you go with. I gotta tell you something. I, this is not the first podcast I've done, but these things are so warm. It's like I'm wearing earmuffs. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I shave you. I got you. Thanks, dude. <laughs> is that the is that the main uh, sticking point, Ed? Are you worried about? No, no. I, I honestly, I sticking I, point. To it seems stuff. that's nice. <laughs> I, I think uh, I think my concern is I don't know if I can come up with an idea or an image that I feel like I'm gonna love tomorrow. That's my well, that's my whole tattoo commitment. Hang up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just. I remember, I, you remember sock ties? Do you remember those little sock ties? Mm-hmm. Sock ties? Just yeah. one of those. I had to have one. I had, I saved money. I was going to the store to buy a sock tie. And I don't think I, I can't imagine <laughs> the sock tie for life. Like, mm. Well, that's the trouble with the tattoo. Of you. It's, you I had this skull to, hat have, one time. I was like, I got to get that skull hat. Yeah. It's like right. those people who have like Chinese uh, uh, symbols on their back. They're still there right now. They still have them on their back right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a trend. That, that was a thing. I went through all the trends. From the but I but how do you address this, Dominic? With when people have a fear of commitment like at Catahoula Tattoo and Gallery, we try not to buck to the trends. We want something. The first thing I ask is, how long have you been thinking about this? Because mm. I don't want anybody regretting something that I'm going to put on them. That's the key. It's, I've it, known it's an event for them. I've known lots of people who have got tattoos that they got on the spur of the moment or thought about it last night. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's something that I would try to shy away. Right. It's not about the money. It's about the entire experience. If you come in. And you've been thinking about something for a long, long time. And then I draw it right there in front of you. That's something that they're going to love. And like Winston's pickup truck, for that example. Pickup that is going to yeah. work. So, so when we go to electric cars and everything, he's going to have that. <laughs> he's going to show his grandkids. So, this Andrew, is what, what we would used you, to draw. What are you going to get? You want to get like. Because you've been doing this podcast for a long time. This is like our ninth Ooh, year or something. What about if all, all our faces? <laughs> Me, Thomas, Allison, Jill. Yeah. Sea yeah. Rock. Yeah. Asher. Uh-huh. Like the Golden Girl style. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Um, no, you do it like a Meet the Beatles. Uh-huh. Yeah. Half, half of their faces. <laughs> yeah. Just have all, have all you ever them. had to uh, deny people tattoos? I reserve the right. Drunk? Yes. I reserve you mean like the co- right. Copyright to, reasons or uh, oh, pornography? There are or? so many reasons I decide not to do it, mainly because I know that they're going to hate it. Mm. So Is that right? Oh, if they want it on their throat, if they want it on their face. I got a guy. You talk about labels paying for tattoos. I got a guy, he's a rapper, and he begged me to tattoo his temples. Okay. I talked him out of it, talked him out of it. Finally, he came in with the cash. I'm like, are you sure you want to do this? My label tells me I got to get tattoos on my temples. What? He's got, so a, now he's he's got a record label. He's got a spaceship that... on one side. He's got a ray gun on the other side. Oh and, and then there's a record label. He's really popular. He's got thousands of followers on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Well, what about the guy Post Malone? Have you seen his tattoos? Have I seen his tattoos? Yeah. What do you think of that? Uh, not much. <laughs> it doesn't seem to have affected it. What about Little Wayne, for God's sakes? There's lots of people within the music business with these tattoos all over them, their faces and everything. You know, does it look like I have a lot of tattoos to you? You guys look at me. No, it looks yeah. average. I if I say. had to do it again, I'd have two. One on each bicep. Hmm. What would they be? Left and right? Yeah. 
No, just that. It would be the ones I got originally. Oh yeah. So you wouldn't you wouldn't have these tattoos. You're saying this, and you're a tattoo artist, a professional tattoo artist. You wouldn't have your own tattoos on your hands, I including think, the one you did yourself. Well, yeah, no, I wouldn't have. You it. wouldn't. The reason I have that there is because I'm covering, a- I'm covering an apprentice's piece that worked on me. Uh-huh. <laughs> so no, I would have one on each. But I think you have to be. Dis- I think you have to choose wisely, and then when you choose, if I mean, out of all the tattoo parlors around, when people choose me, it is humbling. Because uh, and I'm going to give them the best tattoo, something that they're going to love. It's, it's, it's how, the key. How many cigarettes do you smoke a day? How many cigarettes? Why yeah. do I sound grassy? No, no, I just see you, you've got one in your hand ready to go. The second it's, that this is over, you're going to get out there. It's a prop. It's like a, Is it? I thought you were just like jonesing for a cigarette. And you just At least you have it out of the pack ready to go. I don't go. know what to do with my hands, Grant. I'm mm-hmm. still... <laughs> well, this is why we're in a bus. You, you can guys, drink. You can, I respect that. No, I drink, I drink a lot of coffee. I go through... Uh, you want to talk about the North Broad Street hustle? I do smoke a pack a day, but half of them I give away to people on the street. Right? Really? Oh yeah. So not content to kill yourself, you're out to kill other people. It's not the coffin that does you, and it's the coffin they carry off. And right. That's okay. a good way to make friends. Right. Yeah. Hey, I, you want a cigarette? Right. Well, I I don't take a lighter out. Uh, just and it's it's made some friends. I I met my girlfriend asking for a lighter. Um, ah, she ah, didn't have a lighter a and she doesn't smoke, but it's a move. Well, we give I'm away our lighters, young man. Well, ah, hey. Oh, a Catahoula tattoo Score. lighter. Nice. Look at that. You got your own lighters. Hey, Winston, before we get out of here, you want to play one of the songs? <clears throat> sure. Let's yeah. grab a guitar and someone will get one for you. I see rocks on it. Okay, yes. I know we got all time for one more song and then we're out of here. And then Matt's got to get to. The show, check out the yeah. mic stand. Have they got the right mic stand? What, what sure kind of mic stand do you like? What brand? I like a round, bass, solid, straight mic stand <coughs> that's heavy in the bass. Right. A lot of times they'll give you, you a boom mic. A, the, some people just right. throw a boom mic on the stage. Do you use it as a prop or you hang on to yeah, it? Yeah, I hold it like a, right. like a weapon. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What are you thinking of playing here, Winston? I'm going to play one from the new album. It's called Blue Love. Done digging up my garden, done digging up my garden. Are you hungry or are you just starving? Are you done digging up my garden yet? I need my vegetables. Are you done digging up my garden, done digging up my garden. Are you hungry or are you just starving? You're done digging up my garden yet You need my vegetables I'm dealing with friction And now I can't sleep And what the hell am I supposed to eat? Tell me how am I supposed to feel And baby tell me what's the deal Feels like blue love 
Now I'm wondering why I'm still crawling Running all around New Orleans You're acting like a big shot Well baby it's messed up You're taking my photosynthesis How can you consciously make me feel like a kid I need a prescription Cause now I can't think What the hell am I supposed to drink? Tell me how am I supposed to feel? And baby, tell me what's the deal with you? Love. Feels like blue love. Can this be true love? Blue love, what can we do, the two of us? Feels like blue love With you Okay, Andrew, what do you think of that one? Yeah, I love I love everything that those guys yeah. do. Motel Radio. Check them out, y'all. Motel Radio. So we can good. steal that off of Spotify. That sounds It's fun. all over the place. Yes. Yeah, that sounds great. It's a beautiful record, too, by the way. It's gorgeous. So good. Beautifully I, produced. That's a beautiful song. And congratulations on getting the word New Orleans into it. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've yeah. never heard anyone pull that off. Have you? <laughs> yeah. Have you ever heard anyone actually say the word New Orleans in a song, not New Orleans? What about Arlo Guthrie and the train to New Orleans? <laughs> is, that actually, is that actually in the song, though? The city That's of New the Orleans. Title. Oh, it's yeah, the city of New title. Orleans. I'm sure it's been but, done but, before, yeah. But he never... Arlo Guthrie doesn't even I'm rhyme called, the city I'm of New Orleans. Grant's first person yeah. to ever pull it off. <laughs> but city of New Orleans doesn't have the rhyme in it, does it? Right. It's a train they call the city of New Orleans. Well, it's roll. What is Andrew, the next line? New I, I didn't know you wanted it to rhyme with something. Well, that's what was so cool about it. It rhymes with crawling. <laughs> yeah, uh, kind of. <laughs> well, it's uh, pretty close. I mean, I've never heard anyone get the way. Everyone puts Orleans and calls it New Orleans, the Ballad of New Orleans, or even like everyone who puts New Orleans into a song. I think I said if I said New Orleans in a song, I'd, uh, the people in New Orleans would hang me. Yeah, but, but, but people still do it. Better Than Israel has a song, King of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of people who have songs. <laughs> it's pretty hard work. Uh, to, it's tomato, tomato. It doesn't matter. It's, it's pretty hard to get, get New Orleans into a song. Now, I, can, I congratulate job. you. I think it's great. Yeah. Amazing. So how did you feel about doing the show today here, Winston? Because I know you don't like hanging out with a lot of people. Oh, this was fun, man. Uh, I enjoyed it. They, Didn't have any social awkward moments or anything. Uh, I feel like 
uh, other than right now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you were uh, gonna feel. Good. I knew you'd enjoy yourself. I feel like I did good. I don't know. All right, you yeah. did a great job. Hey, thanks. This has been a great show here at our very first time at the Fret Beer Room at 5018 Fret Street. We're right next to Debt Dog. It's a really cool place. It's got all kind of couches and they have a whole bunch of not just beer. They have beer and wine and real drinks and uh, and food as well. So come on down here and check it out. Thanks to the Fret Beer Room for having us here. And thanks to the Basics on Magazine Street near Jefferson Avenue. Basics underneath sells fine lingerie. And Basics Swimming Gym has a full range of fashion swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes with style. And the Positive Vibrations Foundation is also responsible for making this show happen today. The Positive Vibrations Foundation create and encourage community through the development and preservation of the arts, music, culture, and heritage. And if you'd like to help out with this show, you can be a member of our Patreon family by going to patreon.com and searching for It's New Orleans Happy Hour. And for as little as one solitary dollar, you can be a member of our Happy Hour family and get access to all kinds of stuff that ordinary folks who don't have a single dollar can't. Matt Owens, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Greg. Good luck tonight. So What's, what is the opening line going to be tonight at the show at the Southern Rep? I just left. It's Happy Hour in New Orleans with Grant Morris, and uh, I'm so happy to be here. I love yeah. that. I think that'll get That's a good nice. laugh. Yeah. I think that'll definitely work. That's nice. <laughs> and Winston Trello from Motel Radio, thank you very much for being here yeah, as well. It's been me, great Grant. to have you. Thank you for playing those couple of songs. And Dominic Scrove from Catahoula Tattoo and Gallery. We can go and hear live free. Is it free to hear the music? It's always free. Always so free. Just, Coffee's always free. And we offer a free tattoo as well. You get a free tattoo. You get a cup of coffee with a free tattoo. It's our logo. We're up to 77 people have done it so far. Wow. Nationwide. Actually, worldwide. Okay, so I come into this place. It's on North Broad Street. Where's it, what's the cross street? What's it near? Uh, between Dumaine and Orleans. Okay, on North Broad Street. And I get a free tattoo. Yeah. Of, of No the, catch. No catch. It's our logo. It's your logo, which yeah, is a sort of like it. a crow-looking thing. It. What is it? It's sort of it's a, a, a bird face. No, it's a catahoula and a death mask. That's oh, what it is. Yeah. A catahoula and a death mask, and yeah. that's free. Absolutely And would free. you do that on my face or anything no, if I, I asked for it? No, I will not do it. There are you some aren't. restrictions applying. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for well, having me, Well, thanks, man. It's been great. Thank yeah. you so okay. much. This was a gas. It's guys, been yeah. fun. I, I can't wait to see you guys again at the shop. Right on. Yeah, yeah. well, they'll be there. Well, these guys are getting free tattoos. just playing a couple of songs. Absolutely. So that's, and we'll just have to get the death mask, man. I guess that's, yeah. that's our fair of commitment over. Free. Now we're not we're getting it's free. That's Mitch Foreman playing the piano. The producer of our show is Graham DePonte. Monique Pyle is our music producer. And Christian Unruh is our music consultant. Our technical director is Thomas Walsh. And our Facebook live feed director who put this whole thing on Facebook is Asher Griffith. Our fact checker and social media connector is Andrew Searock. Searock, our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol, drop us our line. Uh, our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. You can also hear many other happy hours that were recorded previously, as well as some other shows you make around here including Out to Lunch with Peter Aschuti live from Commander's Palace, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tucker and our award-winning podcast about death called Death the Podcast. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on a bunch of time-sucking social media between shows on things like Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and all of it record It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our It's New Orleans Happy Hour Facebook page and on Instagram too. These photos are taken by Jill Lafleur and you can find more of Jill's photos at lafleurphoto.com. If you're listening to this on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. If your podcast app has a share option, try telling a couple of friends about Happy Hour. The show is recorded live today at the Ferret Beer Room on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of I Know Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For 
Andrew Duhon, everyone around here at the table at the Fred Beer Room in the back of our office of Arno Broadcasting. Thanks for joining us. I'm Grant Morris, and I will see you back here next week for more Happy Hour.